Hey, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Savor Podcast. We're so excited for you to join us today as we dive into the goodness of God together. Our hope is for you to be encouraged, challenged, and entertained as you listen to hosts Stacy and Suzanne, along with special guests as they have honest and real conversations about how to savor God's word as they grow in their relationship with Christ. We hope you'll encourage a friend or two to listen with you so you can keep the conversations going. We're all about community here. Welcome to A Saver Short. I am so excited to be here today. I am glad to be here with Suzanne. Suzanne, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here, as always. Yes, it's so fun. So today we are going to be doing a saver short, but before we get into that, I think we're going to give you a little teaser about some of the episodes that will be coming up soon. Yes, so our next episode will be exciting. Stacy is super excited about it. <laughs> mm, I'm not so sure. <laughs> um, so as we were just sitting here kind of catching up and talking before we started recording, Stacy and I were talking about the new craze the number one movie in America right now, which flocks and flocks of women have gone to see, including Stacy. Yes. And so I did go see it. Don't judge me. Oh, I'm not judging you. I'm not judging anybody who went to see it. I mean, I had no desire to go see it, but now I'm going to go see it just specifically so we can talk about um, it on the next episode because you had some feelings about it. Yes. And what movie are we talking about? Oh, we didn't even say it yet? No. Barbie. You know it. Yes, I did go see the Barbie movie, and I do have thoughts and feelings about it. So if you are listening to this Saver Short and you have seen the Barbie movie and you have thoughts about it, we would love to hear from you. If you have questions about it, if there are things that you really loved about it, we would love to hear your thoughts and insight on it. And um, you can send us an email at saver at crosstownchurch.com, but we will be releasing an episode shortly all about the Barbie movie and kind of what it is and what it isn't and what we think about it and why it's even important to talk about movies. Because that was one thing, too. I've heard people say, it's just entertainment. Just let it be entertainment and just enjoy the entertainment. And I'm all for being entertained. I'm not saying I'm not. And I do love a good show. There was a dance number in there. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. All of the theatrics and the costumes. But I also think if we are women who are desiring to encounter the goodness of God and getting to know God, we have to keep him in the forefront of all the thoughts that we have about everything, whether it's what I'm watching on TV or what I'm putting in my body to eat. And I think that nothing is um, innocuous and not without some type of impact. So that's a little teaser about the Barbie movie that we will be doing a whole episode on. Yeah, I love that. And I think movies and shows, they give us a lot of opportunities to have conversations about uh, real life things. And um, so I'm not, we're not saying don't go see it by any means. I haven't even seen it yet. So, but I will be doing that um, probably uh, very soon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll be out of town the next weekend. So um, definitely. But today we're actually talking a, a little bit about Um, ways in which we approach reading the Bible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think, so today on the Saver Short, we just kind of want to talk about a couple of ways to approach the Bible when you're going to sit down to read the Bible. Because sometimes you do it because you're supposed to do it, right? And it's a chore, and it's like, okay, yep, I have to go have my quiet time. I have to go read my verse of the day today. And so we kind of just want to talk about, for us personally, 
how we have learned to approach scripture when we sit down and some of the benefits from the way that we approach scripture. So Suzanne, what are the two ways that kind of we flushed out when we were talking about that we think approaching scripture is helpful? Well, there are a lot of things that we think are helpful, but today for the Saver Short, what we really kind of teased out um, as being two really, really important ones, I think, was approaching it um, with humility and with expectant hearts. Um, so, you, you know, in, in as far as humility for me, I think that's really approaching scripture in order to learn from it, but it, it can be hard and everyone's probably like, yeah, I always approach scripture that way. But sometimes we bring our presuppositions and the things that we want scripture to tell us to that and therefore we become unteachable. Yeah, I think that's such a key point. And I would say not sometimes do we bring our presuppositions. Every time we approach scripture, we bring preloaded understandings or presuppositions to the text. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And I don't think that's what you're saying. I just think we have to be aware of those. And once we're aware of those presuppositions or those preloaded thoughts that we have, then we can say, okay, we recognize those, Lord, and we're going to yield those to your truth. And that is kind of the idea of humility when we're talking about approaching Scripture. So when you sit down and you're going to read the Bible, to really be willing to say, no matter what I think or how I feel or what, because sometimes it's just the way I'm feeling in the moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. that happened to me this morning. So I woke up this morning having all the feels, you know, I mean, I was having all of the feelings and a lot of it was anger and frustration and disappointment at God. Mm. Yeah. I just said that I'm be. I'm just, this podcast is a place where we're real and we're honest. And I was pretty angry at God this morning and just frustrated. I've been in a place where I have been praying and fasting and asking and seeking the Lord for two years to bring about a solution. And I feel like I'm still in this waiting game. And so I'm just frustrated. I'm just at a point where I was frustrated this morning. And so that was the presupposition that I took into scripture. And I recognized it. Listen, I don't always recognize it. So I just (laughs) happened to recognize it this morning. And I just said, you know, God, I yield to you. And I, I, I need your word to minister to my heart today, and I yield to you. And so I just sat and I began reading, and I was reading in Psalm, I think it's Psalm 37, and it says, do not fret over over evildoers. And um, I had read that verse several times before about the situation even that I've been praying about. And, but today when I did it, the Lord kind of really, it was like he highlighted do not fret because it says do not fret over evildoers. And then later it says, do not fret. It only brings about evil. And that kind of grabbed my attention. And so I looked at what does that word fret mean? It was like he highlighted it on the page for me today. And that word fret means to be kindled with anger. And I mean, it was like the Holy Spirit just pierced my heart with that because that's exactly where I was. I was sitting in my bed kindled with anger. Now, maybe some righteous anger going on. It doesn't matter. It was kindling. It was smoldering. It was burning anger that was 
just not bringing about any good. And so the Lord challenged me in that. And um, I just kind of thought about it and I wrote it down because he said, stop fretting. And then the next thing I heard him say was, keep your mind stayed on me. And one of my favorite verses is Isaiah 26, 3. And it says, him who keeps his mind stayed on me, I will keep in perfect peace. And I didn't have perfect peace this morning. And throughout the day, I've had to fight for that peace. We did a whole episode, I think, on peace and mm-hmm. how you have to seek it out. And I'm, I'm in the middle of that battle fighting for peace right now. I wouldn't say there's this overwhelming peace, but because I was able this morning through the gracious kindness of the Spirit of God to approach His Word with humility in my anger towards Him, He ministered to me and reminded me, I'm not... I'm not asking you to fret. I'm telling you, don't do that. I'm telling you to keep your mind stayed on me. And so that was a real blessing and experience that I had in real time this morning of approaching his word with humility. Because I really wanted to open his word and find a verse that proved that, yes, you're right. And this situation is terrible. And don't worry, I'm going to knock them down with their own sword because there is a scripture like that. And when I read that one, I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> the bad guys lose and we win. do some Old Testament reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I tend to go Old Testament all the time. But you actually have something from the New Testament that God was showing you today. So when you were approaching scripture today, you kind of had a, an experience as well. Yeah. So I do think that, um, you know... It, it, first of all, thank you for sharing that with it, with us because I do think that women need to hear you can be frustrated with God and still go to Him. Yes. Right? Like, He can handle that. He's God. Like, plus, it's not like you're hiding it from Him, right? <laughs> um, but I think approaching that just like you did humbly and being willing to be challenged by the words. I definitely felt challenged um, as well today. Now, again, I'm like you. I mean, I'm not saying this happens every time I read scripture, but um, for me, I've been having a lot of worry, um, specifically about some financial decisions that we've had to make recently and things like that. And so I've just been wor- like, you know, worrying. And um, so I was actually reading in Luke 5, and it's when um, Jesus is going out to call his disciples. And this it says in uh, Luke 5, 4, Jesus tells them to put out their nets into deep water um, and so that word deep just kind of like popped out at me. And I know we've, I think we've actually talked about that before, like way back when on the podcast, but today it was just, and then you go on and you read. And so they throw it out in the deep. Um, and I can just imagine them because they go on and they're like, we've worked hard all night and haven't called anything. You know, they're probably like, why would I do this? Why am I going to throw this out into the deep? It says, but because you say so, I will let down my nets. And so I felt like God was just saying, where are you not going deep enough in your relationship with me in order to be obedient and trust me, mm. to just trust me? Because then you go on and you see they catch all these fish. There's so many of it. It's a very Ephesians 3.20, right? Like I'm going to do abundantly more than you can imagine um, f- for them. That's what I thought of when I was reading that. And it's just, it, and to me, it was just like, God's bounty will come for me, but not before I go deep and I trust. And it, the bounty may not be what I think it's going to be. I mean, I may not catch a bunch of fish or yeah. a bunch of dollar bills or whatever it is <laughs> I need to catch, right? But there's going to be something better there for me. Mm-hmm. But there's somewhere in my walk with him that I'm not going deep enough. And for me, I think it's just this trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so God really, but I had to be willing to be humbled by that uh, because, you know, it's real easy for us to think like, Oh, I'm do- I do all the things. Mm-hmm. I pray. 
Mm-hmm. I talk to God. You know, I worship. I blo- not, I mean, obviously this isn't like my days aren't filled with this. I, that'd be great if they were. I, I know, wouldn't I wouldn't be struggling with this, right? <laughs> I don't know. I still think that. I know we probably we, would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, that was definitely, okay, I, I hear you, God. I need to go a little bit deeper here. I need to go deeper. And so if if you read scripture all the time and you are never challenged by it personally, then you're probably not approaching scripture humbly. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I appreciate you kind of highlighting that too. Um, because you can, even in anger, like I had this morning, or in worry or fear like you had, you can still approach God's word with humility. And we should approach his word with humility, understanding that like he says in his word, my ways are higher than your ways. But he also says, come, let us reason together. Um, And I think just having an awareness of that. And so sometimes I find myself not wanting to approach God through his word when I'm angry or worried or disappointed or sad. And I think we have to challenge that in ourselves. And we have to, even if we don't know exactly what it looks like, we have to be willing to say, God, show me how to humbly approach your word, Mm -hmm. invite his presence in. And so I would just encourage you, if you've been in a dry season of reading his word, just ask yourself, have you been placing yourself in a situation or in a posture of humility to be able to allow his word to minister to you and to bring some healing to you. And that healing may come in the form of a challenge or a rebuke or like it did to me today. I mean, it was, but it was loving. I don't feel shame or condemnation. That's why I can tell you guys about it because I'm not ashamed of it. God loves me enough that he disciplined me with his word this morning and said, do not fret. Um, Stop kindling anger in your heart. Not because... God doesn't want me to sit around and stew on it because it's wrong. He just knows what that's going to produce, and it's not going to produce anything good. And what he's calling me to do is to put my mind on him, and he knows what that will produce, and that will produce peace. And he's doing it because he's loving. And so if you're feeling kind of disconnected from his word or haven't been reading it because of a certain feeling like, well, I can't go read the Bible because I'm angry at God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. When you are angry at God, when you are worried about something, the best thing to do is go to his word. Yeah. And you can't hide it from him. He already knows you're angry at him. So you might as well go talk to him about it. Right. (laughs) Right. Unlike when you think you're hiding it from your spouse, you're not hiding it from him Yeah. When your spouse is like, yeah, my, we always say to each other, my husband will be like, what, what's wrong with you? And I'd be like, nothing, I'm fine. He's like, it's not my first day knowing you, right? <laughs> so just know God has known you from before the foundations of the earth. Yes. <laughs> so he knows. While you were in your mother's womb. Yes. <laughs> he knew. Um, so, so just really thinking about approaching that with a humble heart. Yeah. Um, but also to read your Bible expectantly. What does that even mean? Oh, yes. Okay, so this one is so good too because... Again, sometimes reading the Bible feels arduous, right? Or if you're like me and you, you know, do this thing for a living, it's like, hey, God, give me something out of your word today because I'm supposed to go tell these people something and I got to have it. You know, it's kind of a work thing. But I think the idea to approach God's word with an expectation is that he will meet you there. Jesus, when he's in the wilderness being tempted, he responds to Satan and says, 
man does not live on bread alone. And he's actually quoting Deuteronomy 8 that says, no, man doesn't live on bread alone, but everything that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. And so God's word is where we are supposed to feed. We see the prophet Jeremiah literally, I think it's Jeremiah who literally ate the scroll, you know, to Mm -hmm. feed on the word of God. And, um, in Deuteronomy near the end too, Moses is telling the people, hey, you need to do all that's in this law, all of this book, because it's not an idle word. It is your life. And so to expect that if you do not read God's word, you are starving your spirit. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't, I mean, fasting, not eating food is not something that's super comfortable. Mm. And, but we get comfortable not reading God's word because we allow our spirit to be starved because we don't have this expectation that it is the very nourishment and fuel that we need. And so expect that God's going to meet you there. Have an expectation that today God's going to meet me there. And sometimes it will blow your mind and sometimes it won't. But have that expectation every time you come. Yeah. And I think expect that. Um, what is the verse? And it says the God's word won't return void. Oh yeah. It's out of Isaiah, I believe. Yeah. So expect that you're getting goodness, whether it feels like it in the moment or not. I love the verse, um, Romans 15, four, and it says for everything that was written in the past was written to each of us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Mm -hmm. And it's just a reminder for me that when I read the word, there's an expectancy that no matter what I feel in that moment, that I'm going to be encouraged and have hope based on what I read. It might not be today from what I read, but maybe tomorrow I'll need that word or whatever it is. Just expecting that the goodness is there, whether you feel it in that moment or not. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has been asking me some of those things like, because I like to go off of my feeling Mm. and my feelings aren't always true. And um, just a couple of weeks ago in my quiet time, he said, just practice being just being in my presence with an expectation that I'm meeting you there, even if you don't feel Mm -hmm. it. And um, he said, you know, to me, when sitting with me, do I satisfy you? And sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is no. And I have to be okay in those moments when I've read his Bible with an expectation and nothing like fireworky happened. I just was like, oh, okay. And then he asked me, um, even are, are you satisfied even if you don't see progress taking place, mm. you know, because sometimes I'm such an achievement based person. I don't value the time just sitting in his word and reading it. If it wasn't profound and like, Oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what God said to me. In right. His word like, today. like expecting, like expecting, right. A revelation from God, like every time that just blows your mind. Right that's not a healthy expectation, right? Right. The expectation is that his presence is going to be there, whether you feel it or not. And then, you know, the encouragement, the hope, the good. I mean, there's just so much in the scripture um, or else we wouldn't need to be there. Yeah. Right. And I love that verse that you quoted out of Romans because it talks about the endurance Mm. and expectation of that idea that there's endurance, you know, which means we keep going back, even if it wasn't this miraculous revelation, but to open your Bible, expecting that those words are the very life. Like Mm. 
Hebrews tells us that the word, the Bible, is alive and active, and it it is something that we approach different than any other book with an expectancy that when we open it, we are hearing the very voice of God, even if it is out of the book of Numbers or Deuteronomy. Right, even if you don't feel like it's a, a revelation to you today, this this book is revelation. Yes. This, this book is a revelation of who God is to us and it, and like you said it is very life-giving it is whether you feel it or not that's right and so i don't think that you'll be disappointed if you keep opening it with humility and expectation especially and we are talking to you today if you are the woman who feels dry who feels like you have not had any presence of God in your life in the last six months or the last six years, I promise you, according to his word, that is true. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is with you. And when you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. And we encourage you approach his word with humility and expectation that he will meet you in that moment. And he will meet you there. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We love you. We hope you have a great day. And don't forget, if you've got any questions or thoughts about the Barbie movie, email us at saver at crosstownchurch.com. We would love to hear from you. Be looking for that podcast to come out. And if you want to make sure that you always get a, a notice when our podcast, when new episodes come out, subscribe. It also helps us in the ratings. So thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for being with us today here at Savor. This podcast is a ministry of Crosstown Church. For information about SOAR Women's Ministry or Crosstown Church, please visit crosstownchurch.com or download the Crosstown app. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, or leave a review. This helps people find us.